everything isn't COVID. This is the soapbox for the week of October 3rd, 2021. To paraphrase Anne Hathaway's character in the Dark Knight Rises movie, there's a storm coming, and you better batten down the hatches, because when it hits, you're all going to wonder how we were so stupid as to have created this next great self-inflicted mess. See, I told you, paraphrased. I took some liberties. After all of the insane stories we've heard about children with sniffles being sent home from school and adults from work, and being told not to come back without negative COVID test results, I suppose nothing should surprise me. After hearing about countless friends and their relatives who have previously known medical conditions long before COVID existed, which attacked their respiratory systems, still being told that they were presumed positive for COVID after negative test results, I suppose I should have known better. But when it actually happens to you, it does have more of an impact. To go back, while we can't prove it, the Rad Show is convinced, as are some of our doctors in hindsight, that we were on the front lines of COVID in early January of 2020. Over the course of much of that month, we passed around an illness amongst the show that decimated Dawn for more than a week, kept gnawing at Brandon's throat and lungs seemingly endlessly, and gave me four straight days of never-ending headaches and fatigue. At the time, we merely called it the ick, only to find out by June that between us, we each had all of the potential symptoms of what was, by then, known as COVID-19. I've got a bad feeling we're about to do this to ourselves all over again. Only this time, the price could be much higher and the suffering even greater if we don't make some serious adjustments, which we all know we won't. My week last week started Monday morning at 2 a.m. as it usually does, although I had a scratchy throat. Nothing at all serious, but worrisome enough that with Dawn having a medical procedure scheduled for that Friday, I had an obligation to ensure that I didn't catch a breakthrough case of COVID, because if she got it, they'd cancel her surgery. Six hours later, I felt like absolute hell. Still with the sore throat, now a headache added in, and total fatigue. By noon, my wife Christina was feeling crappy, but with totally different symptoms, including nausea, which I never had through this whole affair. Eventually, she started having bouts of dizziness, while I introduced some lovely intestinal problems into the mix. Over the next few days, she improved quicker than I did, but we both spent way more time sleeping than we probably have all year combined. Now, at no time did either of us have any sort of respiratory or congestion issues, and this is important to the story. Oh, and we both tested negative to COVID multiple times. Oh, but guess what? We had COVID. At least, that's what every goddamn single person on the planet kept telling me. Now, let me ask you a few things. If the COVID tests are that unreliable, why are we even using them? I mean, if we're just going to self-assert and demand that everyone and anyone who gets it all sick in 2021 has COVID, then why don't we just all walk around saying that we're COVID positive all of the goddamn time? And by the way, if the number one main symptom that is consistent throughout all cases of COVID are respiratory issues, thus the ventilators being used in hospitals, and that's the one and only symptom that neither Christina or I had, then how the hell did we have COVID? And if we've both been vaccinated, which we have, and if we're both otherwise healthy, and we are, and if we both rarely, if ever, get sick at all, and we don't, and if breakthrough cases are mild, and this wasn't, why are we still presumed to have had COVID when this is as sick as either of us has been in as long as we can remember? 
could it possibly be that, wait for it, we didn't fucking have COVID? And that maybe everyone should stop telling us that we did and start to prepare for the next big thing, whatever this may be. Because we're all looking the wrong way. And it's going to start costing people a lot more than merely a week off of work. To be clear, we were sick, period. I realize that getting sick in America is now a fate worse than death that we're all terrified of, but that's what it was. It was being sick. At least, that's what it was for us. But given our otherwise good health, her youth, and each of our proclivities to bounce back quicker than most, whatever we had is something that's going to be reckoned with and taken seriously because it's going to hit other people harder. But here's the thing. No one will help you do so because they're all terrified of COVID. Even if you've tested negative, most doctor's office won't see you in person and most urgent care places and hospitals will send you to some special department to get yet another COVID test before speaking with you despite you feeling like you'd rather die. And you probably have no business driving yourself around doing all these things anyways. And then in the end, they'll tell you, no matter how many times you've been tested and come up negative, that you're presumed to have COVID. And that you should just stay home and rest and let them know if you start to have trouble breathing. It was only towards the end of the week that I was finally able to talk to enough people and get into the medical industry enough and hear from multiple people the same thing that a lot of doctors are starting to mutter. Yeah! We've actually been seeing this going around now for a few weeks. We don't know what it is. We know it isn't COVID. And it seems to last between three and ten days. Huh? What in the hell are we doing here? We know it isn't COVID. But because of COVID, we're not going to do anything about it, even though it really seems to be kicking the ass of people who get it. Brilliant. Oh, and this will all only get worse as we head towards winter. Now, one theory is that this is the beginning of this year's flu, which logic and common sense does dictate... Because it's going to be brutal on most people. We've done a number on our immune systems by mostly staying away from humans and being overly hygienic for the past 18 months. Plus, a lot of people weren't even exposed to whatever last year's flu may or may not have been. And our immune systems have been suppressed. I don't know. Whatever it is, here's what I'll tell you I would do differently if I had to do it over again. First of all, take it a lot more seriously at the very first symptom. Heavy doses of additional zinc, vitamins D, C, and B, and L-cysteine. Drink way more water and Gatorade. Give in and rest, no matter how annoying it is, although after the first day, it's pretty easy because bed's the only place you want to actually be. And most importantly, here's the key. I would text all of my friends that I'm fine, everything's fine, and in fact, I'm just taking an unexpected vacation, I'm not sick at all. Therefore, there's no reason to send me all of the things that worked for you when you have COVID, since I don't have COVID! One final observation that may actually say it all. Of the few friends that I have who actually believed that we didn't have COVID, most of them fell off the earth after hearing those results. In other words, if it isn't COVID, it must not be serious or important, because after all, COVID is all that there is. You know, it's one thing to respectfully leave someone alone and let them rest, but that wasn't the case when test results were being waited on. Oh, but once we were confirmed negative, it was basically, okay, well then, good luck with whatever you have, at least it isn't COVID. We've been wondering for more than a year and a half what the true levels of damage are that we've done to our society. I'd say it's safe to say... As we get ready to head into year three of this mess, we still have absolutely no idea 
the depths and gravity of how much we have fundamentally and stupidly altered this country's view of merely getting sick for perhaps lifetimes to come. <laughs>